Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Accolades Conversations, in which I talk to some of my favorite artists about who or what they would recommend me checking out. And boy, oh boy, do we have a good guest this week. I remember sending the first email out to Mr. Steve Albini, asking him to be a part of the Accolades illustration book. And to my surprise, he came back to me with an answer within half an hour. That turned into a one hour and a half Zoom conversation about Alan Bloomline, an English electronics engineer notable for his many inventions in telecommunication, sound recordings, stereophonic sound, television, and radar. He received 128 patents and was considered one of the most significant engineers and inventors of his time. But why should I explain it when Steve can do it so much better? Here we go. If you think about what the world of electronic sound was like in 1930, there was radio and there were phonograph records and the beginning of magnetic recording. At that point, he invented from his own mind a world of stereo that is stereo phonograph records, stereo tape recording, stereo broadcast, stereo listening environment, stereo films. He just imagined that it would be a good idea. And so he invented all of these techniques and all of these, you know, actual electronic circuits, methods for distribution and reproduction. And we are still using all of those techniques and all of those designs now. 90 years later, we're still doing it precisely the way he thought it up on his own. And then there's a kind of a tragedy to it because he was working for um, the music company EMI and they patented all of his designs and all of his inventions. And that prevented anyone else from using them, which means that stereo stayed basically a secret or at a minimum, it was completely underutilized. It wasn't until the 1960s that EMI uh, was no longer able to control the idea of stereo. And then instantly it became a phenomenon worldwide. Instantly home hi-fi transitioned to stereo, record players, broadcasts, and all of these things were then using these inventions of Alan Bloomlines. I mean, it, it fits in with some other thoughts that I have about how destructive the idea of copyright and the, and the idea of intellectual property 
are, like how those cripple our society and make it so we can't, can't make maximum use of good ideas and so that we can't experience culture maximally, you know. Are there other examples of that as well that you could think of? Well, I can think of one other one that's related to the studio experience. One of the earliest methods of generating reverb before there were electronic delays or digital delays was an electromechanical principle. There was a, a patent on the concept of using a plate of metal for a reverberation. And that patent was protected by a, a German company called EMT. So if you wanted a reverberation on your recording, you had no choice but to go to this one company and get these imported from Germany, very expensive devices. And there's a, a guy named uh, John Cunningham in America who reverse engineered the concept of reverb from technical drawings and from descriptions and started making reverb plate devices under the name Echo Plate. They were like sort of a, an imitation of the EMT device. But at the time, an EMT plate reverb would cost you ten or $20,000. And once the patent expired and he was able to make his own, he was able to sell his for two or $3,000, which was still a lot of money, but, you know, an order of magnitude less than having to pay the, the, the penalty for using a, a proprietary product, you know. And the, I mean, the, the other obvious example is the, the way um, hip hop music and other sample based music has been kind of crippled by these clearances where in the beginning of the hip hop era, there were records made out of other records, you know, DJs were scratching records and then the record companies started to think, oh, well, we should be getting paid for these little pieces of our records that are being used. And so then that practice basically stopped. So that was an entire musical technique that was taken away from the musical community because of this protective notion of intellectual property. It's weird. His life is like that in a number of ways. Like he worked for the Admiralty in uh, England during World War II, and he was working on a concept called side scanning radar. It was all top secret work and it was helpful in ending the war. Uh, he was on a testing flight for one of these side scanning radar sets when the plane crashed and he was killed. His work was so secret that the circumstances of his death weren't explained to his family it's until crazy. many, many years later. And so his life story got to known like way later then. There was a biography of him written and I don't think it was written until the 1980s. His name was known because one of his microphone techniques, you know, after the advent of stereo started to become common, the, where you take two figure eight microphones and cross the patterns so that one is picking up this axis and the other one is picking up this axis. Um, and that technique is called the bloom line technique. And it's pretty commonly used in classical recording and in stereo recording of an ensemble or stereo overheads on a drum kit, that sort of thing. So that technique is called the Bloomline technique, but it's it's only one of many techniques that he invented. For my money, he is probably the most important single person mm -hmm. with respect to audio that there has been. Thanks, Steve, for sharing your knowledge on sound engineering and Alan Bloomline. Hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. On episode 11, I'm talking to Skyler Skjelset from Fleet Foxes. Uh, about his love for noise music and Merzbau. Check it out. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs> 